PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Episode 386 of Cinema So uh, I'm your host, Chris Crespo. I'm hanging with your Chicago Venture. Chris. So the country's burning around us. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Depending on where you are and what city you're currently living in, it may or may not be on fire. Well, uh, there is a curfew uh, put in place today in our own wonderful city of Orlando due to uh, protests last night here in town and uh, a little bit... Just a bit of property damage. I mean, the tear gas was threatened, mm-hmm. but then not used. Because Orlando protesters, we were like, we're showing up. And then the cops like, we got tear gas. I'm like, you know what? No, we're going home. Like, there's not as many cameras here. We're going <laughs> to. It's fine. There's also not as many of us. Uh... Yeah, and once you start seeing the police officers with uh, that, the tactical that, that... gear. And the Mickey Mouse logo on the chest, oh, then you yeah, know you're no. fucked. Well, then you're screwed. When, then they, you're when, fucked. when they bring in the powder blue, yeah. you can, they're also wearing a powder blue. I know, but they're so scary. They're the scariest <laughs> ones. So scary. They're the scariest ones. It's crazy. Uh, so we hope, or you're listening, you're, you're, you're trying your best to stay safe, or maybe you're part of the protest, and in which case, you know, we'll burn it all down and do what you got to do. Powered of the people. Powered of the people and whatnot. Uh, it's a scary, confusing time, and we are here. Uh, Drew is wearing his uh, "Kill Your Masters" I shirt, saw- which is what Killer Mike was wearing when he did his press conference. When I watched that, I was like, <laughs> "I'm totally wearing this shirt." The next time there's a picture being taken of me for any way, shape, or form, which is most likely when you walk <laughs> into the studio. Exactly. The, uh, it's funny. It's like everyone's like, "Listen to his message. He's so eloquent at what he's saying. He's what he's calling for. You know, nonviolence, blah blah blah." And he's wearing a "Kill Your Masters" message. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, he's he is a delicate blend of uh, Malcolm and Martin. <laughs> he is interesting. He is very interesting, and it's an interesting time, which is why we need people like him uh, yeah. and less people like others. I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, in the end, we talk about movies. It's an entertainment show. We're also not going to shy away from the world and the and the politics involved in it and whatnot. So, uh, I'll put a great tweet that I saw online about how uh, Spike Lee's do the right thing. This is about how we spent the whole movie learn. Uh, learning about the inhabitants of a black neighborhood and loving that black neighborhood and then the cops show up and kill one of those people and then uh so they burn down the white owned pizzeria in that neighborhood and then the audience's reaction was at that time the being horrified at their property damage and like that says everything about the movie mm-hmm. and then of course you look on, on twitter under that tweet it's all these people retweeting or plans uh, out yeah but did they have to burn down no the, did they have to do it it's like <laughs> like they read the tweet and it's just like right over their head and they're like yeah well i mean did why did they have to guy didn't have no. nothing to do with it you know it's it's wild it's still that's why it's such a good movie okay that's fine um so i don't know politics is fun y'all <laughs> can be it can be 
can be. It can be. I mean, it, it's less. Um, I mean, if you if you, if you want to get anybody else more riled up, just start doing that with religion, and they just get, they get just all, saying it's all it's all the same thing. It all intertwines. It's all one and the same. Politics and religion. It's how we choose to live our lives. Uh, as a society, as people, and as a society, and we can choose to ignore that for as long as we want um, until it bites us in the butt. Ow, I'm not real. I don't know. I, that that that, uh, that white buffalo is pretty good. Yeah, great white buffalo. Also makes a little bit of a relief, mm-hmm. so terrible and relief. Yeah. So Sometimes they call that the ghost bison. The ghost bison. That mm-hmm. you know what? The ghost bison is running wild here in the Crestwood Studio. It we're was, trying to hunt it down, but we just, can't. It was just albino. That's all. It's not, it was just albino. I that's, thought it was a ghost. That's I, where they come. At, I shot an arrow at it, and it went through. I saw it go through. No, like it turned into like a smoke bison. For a no, minute. you were just a shitty shot and missed, and then told your buddies that it went through because you're a badass, and they didn't see the ghost bison. That's possible because I've never shot a bow and arrow before in my life, mm-hmm. and it was like a really old one. Yeah. No scope on it, mm-hmm. no nothing. No. Just like a piece of wood mm-hmm. that hurt my hand. And a string. Yeah. Did, did it slap you on the forearm? It got me. Give yourself a nice little welt. It got me to mark here it's bad i think it's i think it's infected it's like purple yeah sort of sounds about right sort of like spider veining out Mm -hmm. radiating towards towards my heart yeah once it gets to your heart that's when you know it's good okay that's more that's more good Mm -hmm. so just a warning out there to you all if you're protesting not protesting make sure to wear a mask and also beware the ghost bison (laughs) okay okay I will. I'll, be, I'll, I'll make sure to keep out for... Yeah, the ghost bison and the enchanted the boat. That's my next... Um, that's the next thing I'm writing. A parable. The the tale of the ghost bison and the, and the disenchanted boat. So it's kind of like Dances with Wolves, but with Puerto Ricans? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine. <laughs> <sighs> Me and Kevin Costner do share a birthday. There you go. So there you go. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he's then. hungry for work these days. Oh, he's I, I've seen the last couple movies he's made. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He's doing. He's doing that Yellowstone show. He's fine. People love that Yellowstone show. Do they? Yeah, it's just that it's on like a Paramount Network or some oh, shit. So, so I'll never see so it. So no one sees it. Okay. Uh, but it's good. People like it. So be safe out there, and you know, especially if you're protesting, wear a mask because of Corona. But then also, you know, uh, drone rec- photo face recognition. Mm-hmm. It's good for him. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. All right, so we saw cinemas are still closed. Mm-hmm. I saw on Instagram a random c- cinema that I follow in St. Augustine opened up this week for whatever movies they have available. I guess it's like the same things that we have available to mm-hmm. us at home, essentially. But if you want the movie experience, there's a place in St. Augustine that's open. Also, places are doing drive-ins. NZN has been doing a drive-in uh, series weather, lately. Weather permitting. Weather permitting, of course. Uh, the next one is this Friday. Uh, well, the Friday of this recording, uh, Back to the Future in the Ace Cafe parking lot downtown, which would be an interesting setup. If my car didn't suck so much and like the AC mm-hmm. didn't suck, and mm-hmm. I'd have to think about like sitting for two hours in my car, mm-hmm. nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like that much fun, does nah, it? Nah, not in my car. If I had a nice car, there'd be one thing. Oh yeah, let's do it. An SUV or something, a big old truck, a nice F one fifty with a AC that works. But no. On my car, um, you don't get that, Chris. Well, there's still some options out there for people that are cool. Our options are limited to what is on the interwebs. We went to nzion.org, our local theater, to see what they had available that we could throw them some money. And one of them was this animated film called El Casa Lobo 
I love Okasa. Mm-hmm. The Wolf House. Yes. Chilean film. Mm-hmm. Uh, subtitled in both Chilean, I guess in Spanish, and uh, German. Yes. 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 Maria. German colony. Maria. That's, a, that's after the movie right there. They're not Nazis. No, they're not Nazis. They're descendants of Nazis. It's different. <clears throat> I mean... They're Hitler youth, it wa- youth. It was really strange, though, when they did... Because everything was kind of paper mache and made out of tape. Yep. What, almost like masking tape. Yep. When they made the window, they definitely made was, a swastika. Yeah, it was a swastika for a second. Yep, I saw that. I saw that swastika. <laughs> and did you also notice how the, uh, the pig children went from pigs hmm. to pigs with arms and legs yeah. to brown hair, brown eyes yeah but they weren't human until they were until they became blonde mm. uh, blonde blue like uh like maria mm. who's a blonde hair yeah mm. that's interesting it was kind of yeah. annoying kind of on the nose yeah uh so we saw an animated movie that was like a mixture of animation styles painting which looks like almost entirely stop motion no yeah no yeah i mean I will give them credit where credit is due. They made a 74-minute stop-motion movie look like made by children, but still, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, like the art stylings of children, but, like, yeah. so very dark and... Yes. You know, at times, there's, like, one time where a child's, like... It's the shit of nightmares, dude. Yeah, because, like, like, just, like, a black stream of fluid just came out of their eyes and ears. That and point. mouth and, and then, nose. Like, yeah, and then, like, the, the, the floor and the ground is constantly changing and the... You know what I did absolutely did not like about this movie? One hundred percent did not like about it? The sound design. Yeah, no, it was awful. It was a, a terrible sound design where because it was like Drew describes a, like a paper mache type thing where as the character walks into the room, she is like being made. So like as a scene progresses, she's being made and then dismantled and then made again. It's an interesting way to, to do it. Yeah. Instead of like making the whole thing. And uh so it's like you see the strands of paper and then it gets painted and then like the gluing and all that stuff. And then they but, put but, sounds to all that. Yeah, but it's like, like that was all fully work. <laughs> it's all fully work. So it's all, yeah, you hear it all. Like, it would be it's an ASMR person's dream. Like they could uh, put this on with oh, ear, yeah. earbuds well, and close it, their especially eyes. Especially with the way they were talking most of the time we were Maria. It's all yeah, oh. Whisper in the whisper, microphone. Whisper talking. And then the story of the pigs. I mean, it was all Spanish, but they're puecos. Uh, so it's like uh, this girl who escapes a cult and finds a house in the woods. Mm-hmm. And there's a big bed wolf outside chasing mm-hmm. her. And this magi- never really there's definitely it. some magical realism. Because there's, she's, she lets pigs out, but the pigs come with her. And yes. then the pigs turn into people. Yes. Try to eat her, but, but they're, they're, like, they're like her kids, so she raises them, and uh, and the house is constantly changing around her. Uh, and you say a house, but it's a room yeah. that just like morphs and changes, and it's very disorienting. Uh, if it was like maybe a ten minute short, that would have been way more watchable. Yeah, I'd, and I'd, I'd be like, oh, okay, and, and almost <laughs> even recommendable. Just yeah. like. You got 10 minutes? Watch this crazy shit. Like, someone took a lot of time. This took them five years to make. Duh. Yeah, five years to make this thing. And it came out in 2018. And the reviews for it are, like, rapturous, the way people write about Mm -hmm. it. But, uh, I mean, I get... It it was a slog. Yeah, it is. It was was not a fun watch. It was... It was kind of interesting, but it's... uh, a lot of it just really did slog yeah, on. Yeah, it's super arty and Lynchian or wannabe Lynchian. And there are moments, just like David Lynch, actually. Yeah. There are moments where, where it all like, works. For a couple of seconds, this is working great. Like, I'm feeling emotion. I don't even know what it is, but I'm feeling something. This is good. And then there are long stretches where I'm just like, yeah. 
think I'm falling asleep. What time <laughs> how, is it here? How, how long is this movie? <laughs> yeah. It was a long 75 minutes. It was. Man. The longest, one of the longest 75 minutes of my life. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's only 75 minutes. It'll be over in, in a blink of an eye. And then I'm like, this thing is still going. What's happening? It's very dense in its storytelling and then what it wants to tell. I don't even know what the, so the story is this girl. She's in the woods and then she goes crazy. I'm just kind of a cautionary nice. tale, I guess. Yes. Yeah. And then I, but then at the end she goes back to the colony or well, they come get her. Well, they, they, they save her from her own creations. From her own creations. And then the whole thing is framed as a like I video got... from the cult from the colony. Yeah. Which is a real colony. Yeah. Uh they're called the Dignity Colony. Okay. They're in Chile. They've been around for a long time, still around. Mm-hmm. And they were... Uh, Let me guess. Started sometime in the late 40s, early 50s? Yes, yeah, something like that. Hmm. Is that Pinochet? Is that when Pinochet was in power? Um, they originally were like a walled-off compound mm-hmm. with like barbed wire on top. Yeah. And it looked like a prison, mm-hmm. apparently. And uh, the people who were living in there, like they, they were like, oh, no, everything's fine. But then they weren't letting people out who were in there. And apparently there's a lot of abuse and child abuse and stuff like that. Um so there's truth in you know the cultish nature and mm-hmm. the abuse of all that and then, and there's like a very specific guy Paul his name was like Schaefer or something like a very German name who was like the, the longest leader of that place he showed up in like the 60s and was there for a long time um so I think the voice of Maria that guy that's sort of like the supposed to be this dude yeah okay um they have since like supposedly cleaned up and and, and and changed who they are and they're like, No, we're just a community. What originally said we were we're just a community. They even like have tours now and stuff. They're open to the public, so maybe they are on the up and up now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't I didn't read that much into the I mean, it's all Nazi blood anyway. Yes, get it. Out of here. <laughs> Just wipe it off the map. We don't so. need it, right? <laughs> Ugh, the worst, worst kind of people. Not afraid. See, Kamal and Johnny. I knew this was gonna happen. He tweeted yesterday, two days ago. He tweeted, "Fuck white supremacy, fuck white supremacists." Yes. Which I guess you maybe could misconstrue that as like have sex with white supremacists. Like, well, like I mean. I mean, that wouldn't be the way I would initially take it. Right? Exactly. But, but anyway, so he said, fuck white supremacy. And it, oh, tons of thousands, hundreds of thousands of, like, everyone who retweets on Twitter retweeted. Uh, he's also ripped now, so yeah. p- people pay more attention to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and then the next day, he he, re- he tweeted another tweet. I was like, I can't believe the most controversial tweet I ever did was fuck white supremacists. <laughs> like, that's a, that has his mentions blew up on everything because it's just like, yeah. you, can't even, you can't even say fuck uh, racism without fear of reprisal. Uh, even on a small podcast level, I'm trying to convince myself these days that that's why our podcast is as small as it is because I'm like, I'm too outspoken and I won't, mm. I won't allow the racists any, any that's slack. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yes. Yes. It's not the hey, fact that we're in... The, no. It's not the fact that we're in a not only a small market but a super saturated small market. No, even within our market. I mean, like I'm saying, there's shows within our in our market that are very popular but they also go very apolitical and I've never done that ever. Also because I was coming from SBK Live and he would never. He gets, yeah, he gives no fucks. Yeah, zero fucks. <laughs> zero fucks. So maybe that's why it kind of bleeds over from that. Anyway, I'm just saying, uh, fuck racism. Yeah. And now I'm mm-hmm. scared to look at my Twitter. I'm gonna open up my Twitter now. Oh my god, I'm getting doxxed. So yeah, yeah no, yeah. that was quick. I didn't even mm-hmm. publish the episode. Yeah, how did that happen? It's Twitter, man. These racists are everywhere. Let's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <coughs> me dine. Let's me dine inside slowly and painfully. Hmm. Tito's will chase it away, chase away the demons. Oh, I feel much better. 
Okay. Um, so Wolfhouse is like, yeah, yeah. like we're really bad. sorry guys. No, yep. a lot. Of, appreciate the effort. Yep. A for effort. E for effort. I mean, I'm sure you will find your market. Some eccentric old woman will probably throw millions of dollars your way after watching this, nah. but not me. <laughs> not nah, nah, nah. <laughs> But no, it's good job, guys. Good job. Um, okay, let's get into our immediate diets. I watched a. Um, I did not watch what we do in the shadows this week. Did you? Yes. And it was and yes, good. I mean, yeah. Up, upper level, lower nah, level, medium, medium level. One of the middle episodes. Mm-hmm. Any good surprises or? <sighs> I'm gonna ask you to tell me what the surprise is. Second. Than anything like hang get on, you though. Hang on, hang on. I mean, yeah, yeah surprise. The whole episode was kind of a whoa. Oh, okay. Type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just. But even still, I mean, it, it was. Very much like, you know, a Simpsons or a uh, Family Guy episode where does it really matter what goes on? Just a good times in the yep. Because by the, end, and by the end of the episode, chances are everything's pretty much the same. It's all, it's all the same. <laughs> Unless we advance that Guillermo storyline, everything's going to be the same. Yeah. All right, true. The uh, Renewed for season three. I don't know if we mentioned that on the show yet. I'm totally but, yeah, okay so with that's, that. That's very cool. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Um, making of Mando. It's, it's probably... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I was about to say it's probably because Mr. Waititi is so hot these days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anything uh, for the for the moment that he wants to sign on on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll give you money. Sure, sure. Oh. Until something flops. Yeah. Um, yeah, making a Mando episode five. The the practical stuff. Practical stuff. The Pr- baby, cool. Chris. The baby. The baby. The baby. <laughs> Who's this Warner? Baby? The, ca- the coward's anecdote came up yes. again. <laughs> she, yeah. she was like, he he called me a coward. Yeah. <laughs> you cowards. If you do not do as a heartbreak in humanity, use the baby. Bring me the baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I, oh, I wish yeah. I could be on set with that thing. Dude, everybody just like loved the baby, mm-hmm. and it, I like how it took on like a life of its own. Yeah, like it, it's, it, it's totally an inanimate object, but people did not treat it as such because the animators uh, apparently were like fucking with it between sets. Yeah. So people just like talking about the baby, and they make it like look up and look at it, <laughs> and they're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> this thing's reacting to me." That's so cool. Huh? I think it's so cool to see. It is. Um, and it's great to see the practical work, yeah. you know, still being done. Yeah. And the... Because um, it needs to... And even... The like, quill the quill suit and the quill mask, yeah. too. That, that little... How tall? That little lady. Yeah. That little lady. How yeah. big was that lady? I mean, she four, was... Four or five? How's about... She's probably just about under five foot. No. Must have been shorter. Really? Just four uh, eleven? Yeah. Wow. She even shorter. Uh, but that mask was really yeah. cool. They really, like, sang her praises for the mm-hmm. way she could... No. Do the physical acting mm-hmm. and stuff. It's a cool mask. Mm-hmm. And this was in, this was interesting. Uh, they had already recorded the Nick Nolte dialogue, so then they were playing a few different that. ways. Yeah, and so she and then a few so, different ways. Yeah, that way she could kind of yeah, like yeah. ride along with it, and then uh, give different body readings to go with a different. Yeah, that is like really. It's interesting. I love that. I love Super that interesting. I love that. It's mm-hmm. very, it's like it. simple, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool to see it. I was hoping to get a little bit into that dark saber. Who knows? Maybe you see glimpses of it. Yeah, where it's like I was shocked that it's like a thing he's holding with yeah. like uh-huh. with the, like yeah. a white blade I mean, that's, that's like sort of see through. I'm, I'm sure it's plastic and LED lights. Yeah, exactly. But it's like for a reference <laughs> <Yeah>. point. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so you say just put it in, just put it in later. It's like no, we have a thing no, yeah, here. Yeah, here, hold oh, this. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I mean they did the same thing with IG11. Like they made the full size robot that and like, we're so just funny. like moving it around and they're like no that no that fucking works yeah it's so <laughs> funny it's like this are just our lighting stand yeah. like no we 
No, nope. you use her for like a dozen <laughs> shots. The same thing with their ship. Yeah. They were like, we'll just use her for one shot, and they use yeah. her for a bunch of shots. Uh, that's so fun. Well, yeah. Well, and John Favreau also made the uh, made the joke. He's like, I learned a long time ago mm-hmm. that if you make scale models and stuff, you get to take that shit home. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he says like, oh yeah, 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 that is smart. He's like, you have no idea the shit I have in my house. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like probably a little Mufasa. Uh, dude, he's got every tiny as a third ship. I'm about to say he's probably got like. 13 Iron Man action figures. Yeah. Fucking, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, all, all that shit. Probably just looks like toys. Yeah, no, exactly. But then he grabs it. Whoa, yeah. this? <laughs> well, this, this is heavy. <laughs> yeah. Look at the bottom. It's like signed by Robert Downey Jr. What the fuck? <laughs> you can get this at Toys R Us. Yeah, this series is really cool. Uh, I think there's eight episodes total. So we're going to have two or three after this, at least. <clears throat> I'm enjoying it. Well, I'm enjoying it only because, you know, it's not like... It's not like just like another show or mm-hmm. another series. It's not just you know, like they're pushing the boundaries on so many different levels that yeah. it's really interesting. Because I mean, to see how because watching everything. this, like you know, take you know your human imagination and just extrapolate of what could be done. Yeah, and just see like the future of movies and TV just like exploded in my mind. It was like they could do fucking anything. <clears throat> Damn anything. Well, it's like we talk about that One Thing Mayor trailer, right? Yeah. When, when did we talk about that trailer? We talked about that last week. And it was like shot in the storage yeah. unit, but it's an expansive, crazy world. So what's a, what can our minds do with the technology we have? It's a lot of fun. It's very cool. Definitely that Ghost Spies in the movie is going to be a banger. <laughs> um, all right, this is funny. I, I walked in on like the last hour or so of Grave Encounters. <laughs> Excuse me? I was like, yeah. I started watching it like just as the ghosts started like fucking with the people. I'm okay. like, I'm, I'm watching this fucking thing because like, I already got to the good part. Okay, I'm in a mindset now. It's like Gerard Butler movies. If I can skip all the shit and then get to like the the, the Geo Storm, yes. <laughs> if you can get me t- straight to the Geo Storm, this would be great. Get Jim Sturgis out of here, Geo Storm, and I'm watching your shit film. That movie sucked. I never saw it. Was, it's no Hurricane Heist. Let me tell you. <laughs> Which, again, can we get to the Hurricane Heist, please? <laughs> we can skip this first 20 minutes. Easy. Skip it. Um, Grave Encounters is a uh, one of these ghost hunter shows, mm-hmm. right? It's a found footage movie where they go into a psych hospital to lock themselves in. And like, we're going to... We're going to stay the night. We're going to record our episode. Of course, it's turned out to be their final episode. Ta-da! And uh, so there's like five or six of them to go in. They get separated throughout the night. And they get harassed by ghosts and shit. And uh, uh, it is bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is bad, bad, bad. And it has a stupid ending. A really dumb ending in which, like, the lead host... I'm a spoiler. There would be people mm-hmm. who are, like, holding out for... Grave Encounters. For 2008's Grave Encounters. Uh, but I went on Wikipedia. I was like, what the fuck happens? Because they made a sequel. Oh, God. I was God. like, I, like, I got to read about this shit. So th- this movie ends with the, the, the show host, um, the bland white guy, numero uno. Mm-hmm. He's the last one left. And, like, he's stumbling around in the dark. At one point, he has to... Because they do this thing. The only thing I liked about it was they do... It's a very it's a ripoff of Blair Witch. Okay. Time dilation. Mm-hmm. When they get into this hospital and lock themselves yeah. in... The, the hospital morphs so that when they go down hallways, the hallway continues forever. Forever. They can't they get lost. Uh, stairs going to dead ends, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. But on the outside, bro, everything's just going on. It's normal. But they can't tell because probably, but when they look at the windows, it's like it's it's nighttime. Oh, my, my phone says it's 8 a.m. Well, it's 2 p.m. It's still dark out, you know, like time yeah. stops fucking. Mm-hmm. So 
that was fun. Um, so he's wandering around in the basement of this building. He kills a rat and eats it, and it's really gross. It's, it's that was my favorite part. And then he wanders into a room where there's like ghost doctors, mm-hmm. and they're doing, I guess, like a, a ghost surgery. A ghost surgery, and they grab him. And then I had to read the Wikipedia page to like fully understand what was going on. But then it cuts back to him like talking straight down into the camera doing his final report and he's got blood coming out of his eye here and he's like they fixed me and said I can go home now mm-hmm. uh, so apparently they lobotomized him yeah. is what happened there and then it kind of just over um, the sequel <laughs> Drew again ripping off Blair Witch goes Blair Witch 2 Grave Encounters the show was like a quote it was all movie uh, the people but the building is real so teenagers go to the same building where they shot the movie i guess uh and then in that building they eventually come across the actor like the the guys the guy's real name is steven he's playing the character uh like they find the actor who was in the grave encounters movie but now he's like stuck in this building it's a bunch of oh my god <laughs> i read this wikipedia page with my, my mouth open like Hogwash. this is a movie People get paid to do this shit. Yeah, uh, it's bad, man. It's it's bad. Out there. Some, somebody probably lost a lot of money on that movie. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, uh, there's there's grave encounter sequels. The world is ablaze. I can't catch this ghost spies. Um, all right, this is cool because I pulled up C- Simpsons uh, season two. I watched a Mr. Bergstrom substitute teacher episode where Dustin Hoffman is uh, Lisa's substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. Great episode. What's cool is six months after Disney Plus launched. They finally got the original aspect ratio set up for the first, like, 12, 15, whatever seasons of Simpsons. Okay. So instead of it being all cropped in a 169 yeah. and remastered, it looks good, but all the edges are cut yeah. out. You can go to the OG unremastered 4.3. So it's the square with your bars on the side, but then you get the full picture yeah. and things don't get cut out. And I prefer that so much. It was, it was like putting on a warm blanket scene, that, that fuzzier full frame Simpsons mm-hmm. made me very happy cool but that's only a couple episodes of that oh you know what I did do I fit, pretty much finished up season 2 of Bajillion Dollar Properties mm-hmm. that's on Pluto TV right now I'm sure it'll be on Peacock when that debuts soon but man that show uh, gets funnier it's really good they did a whole episode not a whole episode they had a storyline where Paul Tompkins is the, the he's the boss of this re- this realty this realtor place mm-hmm. and someone throws him a birthday birthday party but they decided to make it a predator party mm-hmm. so they bring out a huge birthday cake with like a predator like an elaborate predator drawn on it and then he has a huge uh predator like mask like rubber mask that he puts on this guy's in bolts and uh but paul of tompkins character he sees that he freaks out for some reason he's definitely afraid of predators mm-hmm. so they have to do like immersion therapy for him at the end and he's like wearing a mask and talking to him like the predator but he's just like wearing a shirt and tie but then a huge predator, predator mask, mask like his eyes looking at him and then he's just like talking to him and he's shaking his head it's very predator for governor bro and it was very a predator for president <laughs> change we can run from mm-hmm. uh, so I, I, I'm really enjoying uh, but during that probably I think people should check that out if you're looking for comedy and a way to get away from the horrors of the world cool uh, or go join a protest. I don't know. Bring a jug of milk because if oh, like, chemical agents are used, yeah. yeah, you can use that to help wash burn. out your, your eyes. Um, I mean, just wear some safety goggles. Goggles help too. They help too for sure. If you can find them, uh, and then also be be aware of the the chaos agents, the provocateurs out there. Uh, you can tell who they are because uh, they are nine out of times are going to be white. Mm-hmm. Hashtag white people. Drew, what's in your media diet this week? Uh, I watched. 
uh, the new Patton Oswalt special, I Love Everything. Oh, nice. And because he loves everything and is very happy, his comedy has suffered. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, though. Uh, that makes that's sense. what happens. Um, but I feel like for of anyone... I mean, he deserves it. I would give him a pass. I mean, he. T- I mean, yeah. His, of, his life went to shit a few years ago. His life went so. to real shit. Um, and he has, like, met someone else, and I think he's gotten remarried and mm-hmm. everything. So, you know, good for him that he is in a place where he can still be happy and everything. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's great for him. Like I said, yeah, it's just exactly. bad for his comedy. That's <laughs> just how it is, though, right? Our, our comedy legends are typically young and hungry. Then they get older, and then they start bitching about, like... Their taxes and their <laughs> and uh, and colleges. Mm-hmm. I can't say what I want anymore. It's like, oh, well, I guess <sighs> I guess you should just stop speaking, then, old man. Yeah, and then go take your millions and go home. Mm. Is it just a typical hour special? Yeah, just an hour special. Did it just come out as a new one? Yeah, or? came out. I guess this week, probably sometime. But you wouldn't really recommend it too much. No, not really. Nah, that that sucks. Okay. Uh, I also watched the entire season of the uh, twenty twenty Looney Tunes that just came out on you HBO Max. You watched the whole thing. There are only twelve to fifteen minute episodes. Yeah, but aren't there like eighty episodes? No, there are. 10 only 10 episodes I think I thought they produced like 80 episodes and they had, or rather they produced a lot of well stuff. then they still need to put them out uh, that's possible maybe they do no. still need to put them out uh, but I watched the first like 10 that they had we're gonna talk more about Looney, uh, about each real max in the second half but uh, uh thumb, thumbs up thumbs down I watched I the mean, free it, ones that they put on YouTube it is straight it it, it, it is, is straight, the is same fucking thing yeah, it really is it's uh, I mean way, new but way way less racist and that's what really that is what it is, right? It's just more sensitive. Yeah. Right. It's uh I mean Elmer still stutters. Yeah, but not as bad. Uh and it's never gonna be the butt of the and, joke. And I I I never uh I did also I I never got that uh Elmer Fudd had alopecia. He doesn't have a single hair in his fucking body, dude. <laughs> is, that, is that what's going on? I think so. It's not just a, a design. No, is that I, straight I up think, alopecia? I think you might have alopecia. That's possible. Mm-hmm. I watched the they put online on YouTube um the Tweety Bird Sylvester short, yep. where uh, he he eats the Tweety cupcake. <clears throat> yeah, uh, the joke in that where when Tweety comes out of the bowl of flour, he's like, "Where's my cupcake?" And he starts walking, and then I realized, oh, they're going with a ghost thing. Yeah. I I laughed out loud. Yeah, yeah. like I, it's like, old school. That made me laugh. Uh, everything else, like, yeah, that's funny, yeah. but that made me laugh. Yeah. The other one they put out was a Daffy Duck street gum. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was a- that felt modern. Yeah, because that was weird. <laughs> yeah, all right. Daffy's crazy. Yeah, but that was that got bizarre quick, and then yeah. it had the loop ending. Well, see, that's old. I I like that they're doing like the old original Daffy Duck because the original Daffy Duck he he's, was he's Daffy. fucking bonkers. Yeah, his name his name is Daffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. He, he has to be crazy. Yeah. Woo, 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 mm-hmm. Bouncing around yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that shit did make me laugh though. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. did enjoy. it. I'm glad that. I mean, back. Bugs is still cross dressing, so that's good. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I love me uh, cross-dressing bugs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just leave it at that. So, yeah, it was all fantastic. Excellent. Very good. Okay. Uh, also watched uh, a bunch of the animated Batman stuff on HBO Max. Uh, are we talking about just straight up Batman, the animated series? No. Or, or about the movies? The movies. Uh, like Bla- uh, Mask of Phantasm? Uh, that's, I don't think it's on there right now. Oh, okay. Uh, I watched Batman colon Gotham Knight. It's almost like a uh, Animatrix type thing okay where it's different animation styles and they're all just telling like <clears throat> a little snippet of a Batman story 
You know? True. <clears throat> they don't really kind of... There's no real, like, run-through. Just little quick quick yeah. bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Gotham Knight, like... Yeah. K-N-I. K-N-I. Yes, of course. And then uh, they also had animated versions of The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and 2. Uh, ooh, the full thing, just yep. uh, animated? Yep, Frank Miller stuff. Right. Pretty much the same stuff. Like, they didn't really edit it all that much. I mean, they did a little bit... You know, They took away uh, some of the... Uh, uh, Superman being a fascist stuff from part two. Interesting. Only a little bit though. Reagan was still in it, and, yeah. he, and he was. I mean, his exactly. actions. He was still very fascist, but like they took out like the really like biting stuff. Yeah, yeah, sure. Cut, scaled it back a little. Yeah, bit. like where nobody actually called him a fascist, yeah. even though you know he's acting like <laughs> he's a government uh, yeah. agent uh-huh. at that point. Yeah, that was a fun part of the story. It though. was. Uh, so it was good. You, you, oh, you, yeah, like, I mean, you liked how he did it. Yeah, it was fine. Oh, cool. I'll probably check that one. Uh, also, uh, I also watched uh, one called Batman versus Robin. What? Because, well, it's uh, it runs, it's it's weird. Like, I thought it was going to be the son of Batman storyline with uh, his quote-unquote biological son, Damien. Yes. Uh, but they mixed that with the uh, Court of Owls and intertwined them into one story. So, but it is still like that recent uh, Snyder stuff, the Scott Snyder no, it, stuff? It is... It, they changed. They changed up the ending a little bit. Yeah. Of with the court of owls about who was actually being, but whatever. Yeah. But they pretty much just took the two stories, weaved them together into one, and turned it into a seventy-minute uh, thing. Does the animation style look like that? Those books style? Like, is, is it that Batman? Is it, it d- that Bruce Wayne? I mean, for the most part, yeah. Because that's that's like I don't like that Bruce Wayne for some reason. I can't tell you why. I don't like the way they drew that Bruce Wayne, but I don't like him. I mean, it's yeah. So, there's a song about him. Mm-hmm. I literally cannot put my finger on it. I need someone else to tell me what's wrong with it. <laughs> um, but that one's good. That one worked out good. Then yeah, the, the, mixing those two together. Yeah, that's fine. Probably they did it so they could make an hour, hour or so long. Yeah. Almost feature-ish. Because uh, otherwise, probably just be half an hour each, right? I mean, could be, I mean they could have done... If they would have done a deep dive on the Court of Owls and you know brought in some of the side characters as well, they could have easily made a seventy-minute movie oh, on just uh, Court of Owls. Stuff. No. Yeah, that's true too. So, all right, that's fine. Cool. And then uh, this morning, or actually this afternoon, only got to watch it because we uh, pushed the thing back. Yeah. Uh, the I didn't watch last week's because I'm not interested in the movie. Uh, but this week on Reunited Apart was Lord of the Rings. Yes. What was last week's? I don't, I don't, I forget what it was, but I heard what it was, and I was like, no, thank you. United Apart, Lord of the Rings. And this one was an hour long. Well, shit, man, a lot of people get together. Well, yeah, they, the and they got, they, they got just about everybody. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, everyone's still just sitting around. Yeah. That's, that's fun. That's part. That, that, that was good. It was enjoyable. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fucking Ian McKellen sitting there reading lines, being Gandalf all over again. That is fun. It's fucking awesome. That's one of the things he can do. Hopefully, he'll, uh, Josh got to do one for cats. And then McKellen can come back for that and reread his lines there. <laughs> where, yeah. where he was like, he, he, he was like, meow. <laughs> and then he lapped at a bowl of milk. I, in my brain forever, Drew, Ian McKellen lapping at milk like a cat, man cat. <clears throat> really weird. Terrible. I recommend you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was everything. Just a lot of good Batman stuff. So you really got on that HBO, right? Well, oh. the, yeah, the HBO Max. I mean, the, well, it's available, and I hadn't seen most of the DC animated stuff because it's been, 
you know, like all on demand or mm-hmm. straight to DVD, and I'm not paying for that shit. Extra, not paying extra for nothing. Fuck no. We're going to talk more about HBO Max in the second half for show, but we're going to take a break right now. Before we get into the second half, we've got um, an email. We have a couple of comments in our Facebook group, and then I have a shit ton of news. So uh, here is a, a song I whipped together with that handy dandy uh, music cheater app thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one is called uh, Synth Dream A Little Dream colon Firewalk With Me parentheses reprise close parentheses. But you're not going to hear the original. This is just a reprise version. Okay. Yeah, because the original turned out bad. Gotcha. Bad, bad. But this fixed it. So uh, enjoy this. We'll be back with a second half of the show uh, after these dabs. Second half of the show. And then why are you continuing it? Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the second half of the show. I'm your host, Chris Crespo. <laughs> Welcome back. How'd you guys do during the break? We did okay. Everything's fine here. Nothing's mm-hmm. changed. Yeah. We're all, it's, it's still a continuance of the mm-hmm. what we were doing earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cinema Crespo on gmail.com. Cinema Crespo on Facebook group. Cinema Crespo on Instagram. Crespo on Twitter. Drusa Cogburn. At Drusa Cogburn on Twitter. Insecure for one on Instagram. 
uh, good luck with the Facebook stuff. <laughs> so um, you can email us and we'll read it on the show. Like I said, cinemacrespediso at gmail.com. Teresa Cochran will do a wonderful job reading it because he has a wonderful uh, reading comprehension level and a nice speaking voice. And here we go. Uh, I think this... Okay, we got another game for you, Chris. Another game! Hold on. Oh, okay. I mean, the subject is who's highest. Is this this from Cromella's? Yes. Yes. What does it say specifically? Doesn't it say right there? It says who's highest, Chris. Who's highest? Who's highest? That'd be you. Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I may or may not have had some medicated nerd rope before I came over. What? <laughs> what's his uh, WG? What's it? Uh, doesn't he have a handle there or something? Doesn't say specifically. Uh, it says Chris Lake 808. Uh, no, don't worry no, about that. Not uh, that. No, uh, no, no, WGOT no, no, no. 100.1 FM, Gainesville, Florida. There you go. Gainesville, Florida. Florida, Florida. Pew, pew, pow, psh. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Up to 50,000 listeners. Guys, check that one out. Uh, the Gainesville Coliseum. There's a Patreon actually. You can sign up for Patreon there and get some get some of their programming via monies. Uh, he sent us a game. Yep. Let's do it. Here is a box office slash classic movie game. All right, who's highest, baby? The rule is pick the film that finished the highest at the year end box office. Answers at the bottom. So that's for me. All right, so you'll give me the movies. Well, I'm gonna give the. I'm gonna give you the year. Uh oh. And then three movies. Okay. You need to tell me out of those three movies, which one made More. the most. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. The year is 1979, Chris. It's a good year. You got. You have three movies to choose from. Okay. Alien. Okay. The Amityville Horror. Okay. And Moonraker. Uh, Moonraker being James Bond, Alien being a runaway hit. Uh, Amityville getting sequels. Uh, so popular, but also horror film, low budge, one location. Biggest stars, Brolin and Kidder. Come on, that ain't costing you a dime. It's not Alien, it's not Amy the Horror. What's the other one? Moonraker. Moonraker. It's James Bond, baby. Come on, James he, Bond. You are wrong. Damn it. Moonraker was number nine that year, made $70 million. Okay. Uh, Alien was number five, <laughs> made $81 million. That's why it's a huge hit. The answer we're looking for is the Amityville Horror, which was number two, made $86 million. Wow. Good for them. The worst of those three films. Well, actually, isn't that usually the way it works? Well, Moonraker is not that good either. <laughs> the Amityville Horror is probably the venom of its day, Chris. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that great. It's got a couple of good scenes, but it's not that great. 1983. The year I was born. Great year. All right. Your three movies are... Okay. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Ooh. Poltergeist. Okay. And Porky's. Um, Star Trek 2 Wrath of Khan revitalized that entire series. I'm going to say that's first with uh, Porky's in third, Poltergeist in second. Because they did make a Poltergeist. They made several Porky's, but uh, Poltergeist 2. Yeah, I'm going to go number one was what I said, and number two, Poltergeist, and then number three, Porky's. That's your final answer. Final answer. You are incorrect. Ah! <laughs> uh, Poltergeist was number eight, made $75 million. Uh, okay. uh, blah, 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 blah. Star Trek II The Wrath of was number yeah. 7 ah. made 79 million as well so close wow number 5 
Porkies. $109 million wow, that movie made. people loved their horny comedies back in the day. Yeah, Porkies and Meatballs mm-hmm. or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had any good horny comedies in like 10, 15 years. Um, yeah, it's been there, a while. There's a reason for that, Chris. Internet porn? Well, internet porn and I'm sure, I mean, the raunchy comedy kind of started making fun of itself in like the late 2000s. It did. The whale ate itself. Is that how whales yeah. work? It's an, it was an Ouroboros. It was an Ouroboros of whales. The year is 1987, Chris. 1987. Good year. Good year. <laughs> Here's three options. All right. Back to school. Okay. Aliens. Whoa. And Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. Okay, I'm going to go on this one. Aliens. Going off the hype of the first Alien. Okay. And then... Uh, Star Trek 4, Voyage Home. Okay. Definitely started taking a nosedive. That's the third place. So in second was... What was the other one you said? Back to school. Fuck yeah. Roddy Dangerfield, baby. You were incorrect again. Incorrect? Yes. Incorrect. God damn it. Uh, n- number three was Star Trek The Voyage Home. So you were at, at least partially right on that. Okay. $84 million. Okay. Number two was Alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five was Aliens. Mm-hmm. Made $85 million. And uh, Back to School was number four that year. Made $91 million. Wow, Roddy Dangerfield. Good for him. That's fun. The year is 1992. It's a great year. Great year, 1992. Your options are... My Cousin Vinny. Fucking Oscar winner for My Cousin Vinny. Alien 3. Ooh, I think that's a flippy, flippy flop. And Under Siege. All right, Under Siege, we know for a fact, made $90 million. I don't know that for a fact. I'm, I'm maybe easily mixing up Wikipedia pages. You, you are. <laughs> um, no, that one made over $100 million. That one did really well, actually. Um... And the other options, oh, Alien 3, they still made an Alien 4, but I don't think they were happy with how much money that one made. And then the other... Uh, my Cousin Vinny. Man, My Cousin Vinny. That was a... I gotta say My Cousin Vinny. That was such a popular movie. So that was that's your answer? That's gonna be my number one. My okay. number two gonna be Under Siege, because this is an R-rated movie, and then my number three gonna be Alien 3. Hey, you were wrong again. Ah! Number, th- uh, number 28 that year, making $53 million, was My Cousin Vinny. That would come in third. At $53 million? Mm-hmm. Man, it was... Uh, where's the tomato? Wow, Alien 3 came in at number 27 that year, making $55 million. 27, what a drop from number 5 to 53. Uh, and then, uh, according to this, uh, Under Siege was number 15, making $84 million. 84. I was close when I said $90 million. 84. Uh, Alright, okay, I'm doing good. And the last year, 2012. Your options are Prometheus. Okay. That was a hit. 21 Jump Street. That was a hit. Snow White and the Huntsman. They did make a sequel of that. The Huntsman. Yes, starring Thor. Did I see that? That's how you know it's bad. Well, like, they, they were like, I got a vague notion. I think I saw. That. <laughs> they were like, with that movie, they were like, I mean, he's Thor. We might as well. What I see, I mean, <laughs> we got Thor. No one cares about Bella anymore. We made the first one because we had a Bella. Now we're making this because we got a Thor. No, 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 no. You guys, you guys missed the boat. <sighs> they did make a sequel to that. Or my uh, again? I'm sorry, the first two got so right, we have, Thor. So we have uh, Snow Prome- White and the Huntsman, Prometheus, 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 Twenty One Jump Street, Jump Street, Snow White and the Huntsman. 
Um, Prometheus was a huge, huge hit. So I'm going to say the number one movie of that year was, well, of those three, Snorri and the Huntsman. And then Prometheus and then 21 Jump Street. Well, because and they made a 21 Jump Street sequel too. Because we're only looking for the highest, you are correct, Chris. Right. Snow White and the Huntsman was number 17 that year, made $155 million. Wow, that's a lot of money. Uh, 21 Jump Street was number 21 that year, making 138 The irony of that. How did that work out? Come and on. Pr- 21, you want number 21? And Prometheus is number 24 that year, making 126 126 gets you to 24. Box office got so crazy inflated over the years. Over the course of 20 years, yeah. It, I mean, you might as well just double the numbers from the 90s. That is wild stuff. So I got one out of f- how many? Five. Officially get myself. Maybe you're the highest, Chris. You're right, so. Because you got all the answers wrong. See, very well, you might be the highest. <laughs> Victory. <laughs> Fatality. Thanks, Carmelo. We appreciate it, buddy. <coughs> Thanks for the game. That was a fun game, even though I guess I'm bad at it. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. I had an off day. Man, it's been a busy weekend. Um, so that was our email for the week. Thank you. Well, we have Cinema Crespity So Facebook group. I know not all of you want to get in on Facebook. That's cool. To be honest, I... Every day, I think about deleting my Facebook account. Every single day. But we have cultivated this group here that, you know... It exists. It's a thing. It exists, and they're listeners. I don't want to abandon our listeners, our friends, our family, or, you know, these are nice people. So, um, we have the group, and I have a... Put a poster, and it's a picture now, forever. This is what it's going to be. It's going to be a picture of Drew Cogburn behind his... Dr. Two Cents thing. His peanut-style psychiatrist for hire, Dr. Two Cents. Rest in peace to that wonderful segment. My favorite segment. I live my life with that segment. Since since we stopped that segment, my life's been in turmoil, Drew. So, Good luck with that. I'll be honest with you. I'll be perfectly honest. And uh, that picture will accommodate a thread. You can put a question, comment, whatever you want in there. We'll read it, unless we choose not to. Drew Cogburn. Go with uh, Gabe got at us. What up, Gabe? He's got, he's got. So uh, I'll read his statement and then the question he poses. And, oh, and I'll then, read. I'll first I'll read a statement and then I'll take questions. You know, and then the question <laughs> and then the question he poses. But after that, I'm going to have to add his addendum and then uh, someone else's and then answer a reply. To his questions. All right, yes. fine, fine, fair, fair. All right. So I finally watched the Social Network. I have a theory I'd like to get some input on. Okay. Jesse Eisenberg is overrated. Outside of this movie, which he is amazing in, he hasn't done anything compelling to the point that I desire to watch him in anything. A one-hit wonder, if you will. I have American Ultra somewhere on one of my cues, but I'm not in a rush. Mm. What say you? Don't be in a rush. Anything to persuade me otherwise? Uh, Gabe continues, mind you, I had my feelings on Pattinson before, uh, I had my feelings on Pattinson being in an uber popular movie so fast, but I'm willing to see what he does with Batman, cause I'm intrigued, minus his forehead looking weird in the mask slash cowl. <laughs> Cromella gets, uh, uh, has his answer. Oh, Cromella! Uh, Eisenberg is great in the Twilight Zone like movie Vivarium, which hopefully finds an audience when it becomes, when it begins streaming. Yeah, I, I suspect Cromella of doing a lot of uh, movie stealing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Constantly commenting on movies that no one has had a chance to see. Um, at least law-abiding citizens like ourselves. It's fine. Uh, it's fine, yeah. Um, well, that's cool that he has a hot tip on Vivarium that we can look forward to that. Mm-hmm. 
Eisenberg, overrated. I think he's rated right where he's at. Well, no, exactly. I, I, mean, he's I don't not... think he's really held up in that high esteem. Yeah, no, I mean, he did that. He was okay as Lex Luthor. I enjoy his take. His hyperactive. So, I mean, he's just yeah. overly brainy. No. I it was it was a take. You yes, know, it was like he did something. Sometimes mm-hmm. you yeah. swing for the fence. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, 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 he was like, everything else is just him though, like Zombieland. Yeah, he's just eventually. Yeah, he's just he's he's like the same guy in both. The, and actually, uh, the double American Ultra. Pretty much the same character. American Ultra, he's that character. Yeah, don't, don't be in a rush for American Ultra. That was kind of disappointing. The double was interesting. The double was interesting because he does... Just because... He plays a wussy version of himself and then an aggro no. alpha version of himself. That and Social Network are probably the best examples of his acting. Yeah. Because he just does a lot of acting in those, right? He's, he's fine. I mean, yeah, he, he was fine in... Uh... What was that uh, dark kung fu movie we just watched him in? The karate one. It's on Hulu. Right Art now. of self defense. Art of self defense. He is good in that one. Um, but that one now, if you go back to the double, he's playing that less out the, the beta version. Yeah. That he that he can do. Mm-hmm. Where then by the end he grows into the alpha one, right? Yeah. Actually, you, get, you see a progression there. He's good. He's fine. I don't think he's. Well, it's tricky. I don't want to say that he's not great because I always believe him. I never not believe him when he does these movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's never. It's not like I'm watching a Denise Richards in a James Bond movie playing a nuclear physicist or whatever. I'm yeah, like, no, exactly. I, I did not believe the, the words coming out of her mouth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even in American Ultra, he was somehow believable as, as a, a sleeper a, agent a, type a of sleeper, thing. Yeah, it, somehow it worked. Because he can handle himself physically. Yeah. Uh, I like him in 30 Minutes or Less, which may be my favorite Ruben Fleischer film. Mm. Speaking of Zombielands. Uh, hey, I mean, but I'm not gonna like go to bed for this guy. Like, oh my no. god, you don't like Jesse Eisenberg? See, that's just it. Like, who who is rating him so high that he becomes quote unquote overrated? Yeah, I don't think. That's I think, what I, I, I think maybe that's a perception thing. I, I don't think he's that that highly rated. He just gets to work because you know mediocre white dudes got to work, and he's and he's a little more than mediocre, so he gets to work more. Hey, <laughs> I can't be mad. Wait, yes, I can. <laughs> Burn the studio down. Uh, Gabe also asks. Also, what's your favorite "quote unquote" take it over movie? Snow, Snowpiercer, Executive Decision, Dark Knight, Boat Scene. Dark Knight, Boat Scene. Oh, the boat. I'm just the ferry. The ferries. I'm just reading what's. It's like here written. we go, and then nothing happens. Oh, that. No, that's the end of the show. End of the show. And we're back. We took a week-long break, but we're <laughs> we're back. We realized we couldn't give you a 55-minute episode, so uh, we're back to record the last 20 or so minutes. Um, best take it over... That was a question I recall from a week ago, right? What was the best uh, take it over? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snowpiercer is a good one. It is. So something where... Uh, original uh, Mutiny on HMS Bounty. I think they did one with Mel Gibson. Uh, mutiny and the Bounty. I mean, that's a great take it over story. No, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't read the book, but I had uh, I read like a sixty page like soft cover comic book version of it, so I feel like I read it because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just know the basic beats. Yeah. They just just a crew goes to Tahiti to get a bunch of goods. They spend like a month there being pampered by the locals. Uh, and then on the way back, the crew was like, well, why are we leaving? <laughs> why are we going back to England? This sucks. I think it was England. Why are we going back home? So they that's the mutiny. Like, we're going back to Tahiti. So they kick off uh, uh, the captain. 
And then the first mate. Who's the first mate? They go. They crew. They go back to Tahiti, where I guess they live in just splendor. Yeah, forever. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's a very you know glossed over look at what was actually going on. Yeah, you know, they, they the, were, they, these were English sailors with godlike powers over tribal villagers. Yeah, who knows? What, uh, <laughs> yeah, right, the, the perspective of what it was written from. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there was plenty of rape and pillage going on. But the rest of the story is just like the captain and his men like out in sea and trying to survive and shit. And uh, that's fine. It's good stuff. Um, take it over. I guess if it's uh, but there's two versions. He mentioned like executive decision. It's like a take it back. Yeah, it's more of a take it back, right? Exactly. Snowpiercer's take it over. Executive decision, take it back. Like a Die Hard, sort of a take it back. No. An Under Siege, sort of a take it back. I don't know. It seems it seems like a lot of the movies that are made are made from the other perspective, where you're the minority. The good guys, the minority, mm-hmm. being overwhelmed by this taking over force. Sure. Yes. Uh, a siege type of thing, like an assault on Precinct Thirteen, or, or a, any sort of zombie movie. It's pretty just, much the that say, what is it at its core. A zombie taking over a mall. That that's your last refuge. Yeah. And you want to take it back. Uh, war is good for scenes where like where, where the whole objective is we're taking a thing, yeah. a battle, a location, whatever, a hill or a strategic point. Uh, I'ma say the best take it over movie is gonna be Teen Wolf where Scott played by Michael J. Fox takes over the hearts and minds of, of the town and his classmates oh, okay. first as a wolf but then yeah. just as himself Yeah, that's my favorite you got one? take you got it over movie yeah, you got I one. mean Mad Max Fury really. oh <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, it's a chase movie. It's a take it over movie. It's take it back movie. Take back from the patriarchy. All right, Ed. all right, you win. You win. Good answer. You win. Next question. Good yeah. job. Uh, that's it. Oh, that's it. Okay, that's everything. Oh, brilliant. There you go. Okay, good stuff. Here we go. Let's <clears throat> jump into some of the stories here. Uh, this was as of a few days ago. Um, as of the 27th, May 27th, Regal, no plans to reopen. Nothing announced yet. However, AMC said that they will be open in time for Tenet. Worse, worse than to AMC. Out to Mount Springs. <laughs> not that far. Awesome. Uh, Regal put out a tweet. Uh, at this time, we have not made a decision when to reopen. We continue to work with authorities and studios in order to host our audiences and show them the big blockbusters in a safe environment. As soon as we have an opening date, we will share. Tenet still scheduled for July 17. Never moved off its original date. And uh, Mulan the week after 24th. Okay, there we go. So we'll see Spike Lee has come out and said that he will not go to a movie theater until there's a vaccine. So that's just one opinion. Yep. Um, My opinion is I want to see Tenet. <laughs> I will sit there with... with I'll wear, I, the, I, I'll I, wear I, the mask, I'll wear goggles, I'll yeah. fucking full hazmat <laughs> suit. The virus ain't getting in my eyes. I'm, I ain't getting that shit nowhere. I will, I will breathe my own gross breath for two and a half hours. <laughs> I, constantly... Well, I'll, I'm, I'll be touching nothing I mean, but constantly squeezing I mean, alcohol into my hands and rubbing it in my hands. I mean, in all reality, I'm probably going to need a mouth guard anyway because my mouth is probably going to be a gape for half of the movie. Yeah, just. exactly. Like, whoa! <laughs> What's happening here? Um, I hope it's one of these theaters where like they take out a bunch of seats and then like there's no one within six feet of me in no, any anyway, direction. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm totally okay with it. I'm like, can we just make this the way it is? <laughs> I'll start seeing movies at 3 a.m. if I have to. If you know, So be it. I can be this separate from everyone. 
um, CAA, Creative Artists Agency, the biggest agency in Hollywood and, and essentially in the world. They uh, are teaming with Hollywood. And that is like no... It's like the studios, the exhibitors, the biggest agency, they're all working together. Everybody needs that wheel to start grinding Exactly. <laughs> so it's unprecedented. All these people are working together for the first time to put together a marketing campaign to get people to come back to theaters. So start, start expecting all sorts of marketing soon. Big names, actors, very rich people who have home theater systems that rival I like like Seth mm-hmm. MacFarlane has an uh IMAX brand IMAX screen in his home he pays $20,000 a month for a service so he can get first run movies in his home many of these actors don't have to go to theaters but they will be doing a campaign to like you should all go back to the theater mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I won't be there, but it's I, like, I, I won't be there. I but w- you should go there. I, I, I would love <laughs> some more money. Mom, you guys have screen TV screens. You still measure in inches. I have a ten foot screen in my garage, my <laughs> converter garage with stadium seating that fits twenty of my closest friends and family. We're gonna be seating tenant opening day. Fuck you, because I'm I can afford twenty thousand dollars to do it, but you guys, you can't. So go to the theater and 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 be your guinea pigs. And you know what? I will. That's the one instance. Goddamn it, <laughs> they fucking got me. Tenant, yeah, that is very attractive bait, Chris. It's the most attractive bait for me. It's the only attractive bait. I can resist everything else. You cannot resist Tenant. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Can't get that COVID. It's gonna suck. Um. All right, so that's our pretty much most of our directly COVID-related news, aside for streaming and stuff. Um. Apparently, uh, Paul Shear. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, actor, comedian, Paul Shear, bald guy, Gap too. Mm-hmm. Done tons of shit over the years. He recently revealed that at one point he had a show called After Darth. Okay, and it was a uh, talking, uh, like a, a Walking Talking Dead. Mm-hmm. One of these, like it's like a talk show. Yeah, but it's like After Dark, but it's After Darth. And uh, it was okay. Here goes. Here's his quote on Gary Whitta is a, a writer and uh, I think he's also has the name directing he's involved in a bunch of creative stuff he has a podcast called Animal Talking okay. that's an Animal Crossing podcast okay and Paul Shear was on it and he, on that podcast Paul Shear revealed this quote after after Tharth was a Darth Vader talk show that took place on the Death Star so like Space Ghost with Darth Vader yes <laughs> it was sponsored by Disney no one will ever see it no one will ever see this. I played Darth Vader. I did not do the full-on voice, but the Emperor had a band. It was like a cantina band led by the Emperor. It was co-hosted by my brother, who looked like me, but wore a Hawaiian shirt. Kind of out of canon, apparently. And we did a full-on recreation of the Death Star. It looked like the Emperor's throne room. We put a wooden desk in there, threw up a fern. We had interviews with people across the Star Wars galaxy. Sounds like fun. Sounds like something I would enjoy That's a lot of. <laughs> Uh, I would love to see that. It's out there. It got made. No one will ever see it. No one will ever see it. Isn't that a bummer? Who knows? Uh, then again, Who you never knows? know. I mean, uh, Riot solved things. Maybe if you start writing for it. Yeah. that's Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe if you burn down Disney, then you can finally watch that streaming show. If Just parts of Disney. <laughs> we want to leave them some hope that they can rebuild. This is not a, a scorched earth policy, Drew. We need to leave hope. Because oh. hope is the most dangerous weapon. Ha ha! Um, so this is a funny little story that popped up. On uh, Netflix, someone noticed that Back to the Future Part 2 was edited in a weird way. 
So, um, like in a um, clutching my pearls, oh, modesty sort of way. Okay. So, there's a scene in Back to the Future Part 2 where Marty McFly, Uh he has to obtain the almanac, the sports almanac. Uh Um, Biff has it. Yep. It's taken from Biff. Yep. Thrown in the trash. Mm-hmm. Marty pulls it out of the trash, mm-hmm. opens it up, and it's a girly mag. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he flips it, and what happened was the cover was slipped over to girly mag, yeah. right? So then he looks at the cover, and it's just a girl, like, uh, posed at the side and says, ooh, la, la. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ooh, la, la. And then he looks at the magazine again. And looks. At, I think he looks at the cover twice, because that's the joke. He's like, ooh, la, la. He gets to say, ooh, yeah. la, la. Um, someone noticed in the edit on Netflix that he opens a mag and it's like he sees the pages and he sees the girls and then it cuts out where he looks at the cover. Interesting, right? It's a weird, it's a weird, awkward edit, and it's not even a good edit. It's like it's like a it's a sloppy edit. It's like it's a sloppy edit out of like an already like a what a PG thirteen movie, PG thirteen movie, (laughs) and and the pages that he's looking at have the same amount of quote nudity. There's no nudity, the same amount of minority as would be on that cover. It's just that it's bigger on the cover. Uh, so this gets put out on Twitter. People are like, "What the fuck?" It's part of uh, maybe it's, it's an international the, thing. That's a thing. It's like it's part of the big corporation censor. We can see it's Disney, Disneyfying all the Fox stuff, blah blah. All this conspiracy theory stuff popped up, right? Um, Bob Gale is the co-writer and co-producer on the movie. Word got to him about this, so he reached out to Netflix. Everyone's like, "Yo." D- he, yeah. That's a simple question. What yeah. happened? Guys, wh- why is this movie edited? Yeah. Here's what had happened. Netflix, uh, Warner Brothers sent Netflix a version of the movie that was edited for some sort of international market where they wanted that particular part cut out. That yeah. They wanted that frame cut out uh, for religious reasons. Or whatever. Um, here's Bob Gale. Apparently this was a foreign version which neither, neither Zemeckis nor I even knew existed. Yep. Warner just did it for some country that had a problem with Ooh La La magazine cover. I asked that the studio destroy this version. Who knows if they actually did that? Mm. FYI, Netflix does not edit films. They only run the versions that are supplied to them. So they're blameless. You can direct your ire at Universal. Did I say Warner Brothers? At Universal, but I will think they will be a lot more careful in the future and with the future. So uh, Netflix sent the uh, the proper version of Back to the Future mm-hmm. too. Or got sent to them. So that's a final story, I thought. Uh, and then I pulled this story because this was interesting mention in the first half that the Simpsons full format got restored. They Disney kind of explained why it took so long for it to happen. It's not like they didn't have the episodes. Yeah. But since the uh, <clears throat> app was already up and running, they didn't want to break the app as they implemented the new feature because you have to actually turn it on. Okay. So it's like I go to I pull up the Simpsons and it says like episodes and then the next column is seasons and the next one is info. You click on like info and then it gives you a toggle. Oh, okay. And then at that point you can toggle to the original aspect ratio, which is not the default. Yeah. Uh, and then when you play the episode, it plays like that. Like that. Okay. So they want. So you got to do a little bit of work. You got to do a, a, a second of work, but they had to figure out how to add that option without breaking, breaking the, the entire thing across yeah. the board. He's like, well. I wrote the code and we tried it. Yeah, and everything went to that ratio. So um, we got everything. two options. We got, we got we got we got two options. We we got nothing or we got everything. It's like people can watch Mandalorian in four three. Exactly, <laughs> it's not gonna work. <laughs> fucked up the code. Yeah, they had the, yeah, the they had to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, they had to figure it out. So it took them a while, but they did it. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, 
speaking of people having to launch something incomplete and now we got to take off and fix it, let's talk a little bit about a little bit about that HBO Max. Okay. Which you've got the fuck around with. Yeah. I have not. <clears throat> because I, for some reason, am not one of the service, hooked up to one of the service providers that is available for use. Okay. So they launched this week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and man, people got mad. Hmm. Because they did not announce until the very last minute who they had deals with and who they did not have deals with. Okay. That includes Roku. Yeah. That includes Amazon and Amazon yeah. Fire Stick, Amazon okay. products. That okay. includes apparently whatever I'm using, even though I just have it downloaded through my Google Play and I'm using my Samsung and it's Sprint, which is now T-Mobile, yeah. I guess. When I try to use HBO Max on my phone, it says not provided. I can't pull it up. Interesting. My brother has an Apple phone. I think also, is he through Sprint as well, maybe? And he can't use it. He's not AT&T. Because if you have AT&T. Because AT&T, because it's an AT&T company. Yeah. Um, So AT&T U-verse, people get to use it. After the launch, they struck a deal with Comcast. So now Comcast and Xfinity users get it with their packages. Okay. And it'll just be integrated into their their feed or their service or whatever. Yeah. so now, but then my app, I open up my HBO Now app, day of launch, and it just, I hit update, and it converted to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Logged in with all my, this is great. Mm-hmm. I got to watch something. And it's a big red text. No, you can't use this. Fuck you. Uh, and then if I want to watch HBO stuff, now I got to go to HBOnow.com, log in through there, and then stream from there, cast to my TV. Mm-hmm. So now they actually made my HBO experience harder oh, yeah. in the meantime yeah. until they I can fucking get access to I'm it. I'm sorry. It's a bummer, isn't it? That sucks. Now if I had um, a PlayStation or Xbox One, I could use it through there. Yep. I'm assuming is that what you're yep. doing? I, I do all my streaming you're through my Xbox it, One. There you go. Um, they're supposed to be good with Samsung. Okay. But it's apparently not working across the board mm-hmm. on Samsung. But it's supposed to be through Samsung. I got a physio because I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, so do I. Hulu. It's not available through Hulu yet. It's supposed to be, but it's not. Okay. Uh, YouTube TV. It's a, it's a clusterfuck. Yeah. It's bad, man. I mean, once again, having no issues whatsoever. Because you're just using your... Uh, it's got it through my Xbox. Which is great. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, let's see. So, but I did pull this here because we have a. It's, it's just interesting to see what they have coming. That's what Xbox is planned for. The Xbox has been the entire time to be that one stop shop yeah, for everything you need. Exactly to be the machine you turn on your entertainment destination. Do you want to watch TV? Turn on your Xbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to listen to music? Turn on your Xbox. Do you want to play a game? Turn on your Xbox. Uh, yes. It's pretty sweet. Apple, Google. It says. People use Google Play, get it, but I mean that's how I got it. I got it through Google Play. I understand why I can't use Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm flummoxed. And then a the little bit of internet stew thing without telling me what the problem is. Um, I'm looking forward. There's a nice list here of uh, obviously we got the Snyder cut of uh, coming uh, in a year. Just League coming next year. They're not going to be doing reshoots at all, but they will be like completing the facts. Expected to cost them about thirty million dollars. Mm, that sounds about right to finish it. Um, but it's gonna be yeah, that's that's gonna be cool. That's gonna be exciting. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, iOS 12.2 or later, Android 5.0 or later, Chromecast, Apple TV, Chrome, Firefox, Microsoft Edge. I have these things on my computer. Maybe I could do it to my computer. Yeah, I haven't even tried that. 
I guess I've not tried everything, Drew Cogburn. All right, here we go. I'm looking for shows and originals. We have, um, do I care about that? No, I care about that? No. Oh, um, DC Universe stuff will be integrated into HBO Max because yep. it's all Warner Brothers. So Doom Patrol Season 2 will be debuting on yep. June 25th. May even give me, maybe I'll go back and finish Doom Patrol because I never finished it. It was yeah. fine. It's a fine show. Mm-hmm. Same with Titans. Yeah. It's, uh, that should be available. Eventually. What I will definitely want to get in on um, and is available is uh, Harley Quinn. Animated Harley Quinn. That's it, on, It's that, available? Yep. It's, it's on there? Yep. I'll have to find it. It's there, buddy. It's there, uh, which is very cool. So I definitely want to watch that because that was the most well-received thing that yeah. they've produced mm-hmm. on so the far. DC app. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. The Swamp Thing show. It's going to CW. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, They're it, not even doing a second season. I, I, I get it. Why? Explain. Why? Because it's still very much like it feels... It felt like a CW show that had... That was lucky enough to have a Sam Winston suit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what it felt like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get it. It does feel in that world, that Arrowverse almost sort of yeah. world. Um, speaking of which, Greg Berlanti, who produces a lot of that stuff, showrunner, a lot of that Arrowverse CW stuff. Mm-hmm. He's doing the um, Green Lantern show, which is coming to HBO. But then HBO, they were like, the difference between Berlanti's uh, made-for-TV, like his, the, the, the difference between his CW stuff and the Green Lantern show is that we're going to give him like a movie budget. He, this is going to be top-notch, high-quality, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, yeah, Apprentice, no, exactly. all their stuff. Yeah. So, and, um, and because it's not on... Family time, basic cable. If he wants to use adult themes, he can. There you go, boom. <laughs> he, he doesn't have to, you know, do like around stuff. And yeah, you, know. you may not have the same restrictions. Yeah. So uh, this is good news for people like Swervy Jones and our boy Billy, Billy D. D. He loves that Flash. Of course, they love Flash, Arrow, and all those shows. So we're gonna get a Green Lantern show from that guy, but like it's gonna be times ten in every way possible. Uh, and hopefully it'll be good. I'll check it out. I'm hoping it's good. Uh, we reported on this before. I forgot about it until I reread it here. But Ava DuVarnay, she did Selma, uh, the, the, those documentaries on Netflix, like the 13th and shit. Um, she's behind the D&D adaptation. Ooh. Yes. Interesting. I forgot about that. Yeah. But they're totally doing DMZ, which, yeah. is, which is wild. One of the... Um, oh, yeah, but is, are they doing it from... Uh... What, the, the medic girl's perspective? They, they'd pick a different right? person's perspective. Instead of the lead guy, the journalist dude, yeah. they pick a different person. Someone who's uh, been living in the city yeah. while it's been shut down. Yeah, uh, yeah but that sounds like super fun. That's yeah. really good. Michael Mann is directing a pilot of a show called Tokyo Vice. Okay. I'm in already. <laughs> I mean, that, that sounds sounds like a lot of fun. I like... I like Tokyo. I like Vice. Uh, Jake Adelstein, Adelston, uh, he was a police reporter in Tokyo, and the show is based on his life in Tokyo as a police reporter. Ooh. Gnarly shit, I'm sure. Uh, Ansel Elgort, who to this day, I swear it sounds like the name of an old jalopy vehicle. Yeah. I, I got myself a, Ansel Elgort. a brand new 39 Ansel Elgort. This <laughs> is a doozy, let me tell you. Um, he's a guy from Baby Driver, as people may know. Uh, he will be the lead okay. of this Tokyo Vice show. Also on HBO will be the Dune TV show, mm-hmm. Dune the Sisterhood, which is all about the um, uh, the witches, essentially, the witch class in the Dune universe. There's a really Scott series called Raised by Wolves, 
which is about two androids raising a child on another planet. Okay. The Gremlins is getting an animated show on okay. HBO. It's probably going to be for the kids. Hell yeah, it's going to be for kids. For the kids and all of us. Um, an eight-part animated comedy called Santa Inc. Starring Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman. Set on the North Pole during a Christmas season will be coming. So I'm looking forward to seeing this. Uh... Seth Rogen as Santa Claus. Yes. I'm looking... Stone, stoner drunk Santa Claus. <laughs> Do, I also doing, love that it's a doing, couple of Jewish actors, uh, that, famously Jewish actors, yeah, doing, doing a Christmas show. Yeah. That's going to be... Doing raunchy comedy. They're going to do something in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. and also famously yeah. raunchy as well, both of them. Uh, and then also there's that state uh, American Pickles show, the uh, live action where Seth Rogen plays um, 1920s Jewish immigrant who like falls in a vat of pickle brine and he's preserved until 2020 <laughs> and, then, and then he comes out of it so he's like an old school immigrant dude in 2020 America and he's hanging out with his like descendant his direct descendant yeah. who's a complete like ineffectual modern American male mm-hmm. uh, you know liberal cook Seth Rogen yeah. <laughs> Seth Rogen that'll be a lot of fun um, this is news to me and of course it makes sense as I read it uh but I, I talked about this recently, um, a book that I read, Station Eleven, that mm-hmm. was about a, a pandemic, perfect time, a pandemic taking out so many people and then the world trying to rebuild in the years after. Um, that's being developed as a drama, which as I was reading, I was like, man, this would make a good show. Yeah. <laughs> so it's happening, that's being developed, and amongst many, many, many other things. I mean, Jesus Christ. You ever see that show, Search Party? It was on TNT. I don't think so. You could never find a, a good audience because I think it was always on a bad network for what it was. Okay. But it was a very well-reviewed show uh, with Aliyah Shawkat. Uh, if you saw her, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that chick. Um, it started on TNT. Uh, and I think it may have moved to another network. And now HBO Max picked it up for a third and fourth final season. All right. Uh, original movie, Super Intelligence, Mr. McCarthy movie. Um Steven Soderbergh has one. Let them all talk. Is coming. Uh, a legal comedy. Starring Gina Rodriguez. That's for someone. <laughs> That's for someone. I don't know. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be like Night Court. You know what? I would love a Night Court reboot. <laughs> Relaunch. That'd be so good. Who would play Bull? Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Shave his head. Oh. Come on. <laughs> right? Come on. Hollywood. Give us the money. Uh, this surprises everyone, apparently. No one was expecting this, but when HBO Max launched, they had all the Harry Potters. Yeah. 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 No one was expecting that. I, I, mean, I don't I, know why. It's all Warner Brothers. Like I said, yeah. I mean, I, I'm personally, I don't care. We don't care. We don't care. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Internet I'm, was like, oh, I'm in for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an official, it was funny. At one point, DC was like, it's not called the DCEU. There's no DC Extended Universe. And then this launch, and there's a whole tab. DC Extended Universe. And, it, and it's everything. Yeah, it's everything. And then they even include um, Shaq movies from the 90s. Yep. Steel's Steel. on there. Oof, that's a bad movie. Yeah. And um, All the Batman movies except for the Nolan ones. Yes. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is interesting. Justice League immediately on the leaving soon section. <laughs> yeah. So it's there. Yeah. But it's Not leaving, for long. But it's leaving soon. So watch that piece of shit now I want. Uh, I actually do want to re- I've only saw that one time in theaters yeah. I do want to rewatch it I don't just so that when the Zack Snyder one comes out you have a better reference yes yes that's the only reason um, 
But they put all that stuff together. I and, mean, uh, the, it's cool. The Snyder Cut nice. has dark side, so it's going to be a vastly different movie, Chris. Steppenwolf is still the main bad guy, but yeah, they, they will, you will actually see dark side in his version, which is wild. But it was still to be set up. I think he was making like five movies. Um, the dude, Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg, he put out a video of himself, like, thanking the fans for their long time, like, chaming for it. And he, he started crying straight up. Because he's like, all oh, my stuff's getting put I was back. about to say, he's, he's, people are actually going to see him yeah. in the movie and maybe care. Yeah, yeah exactly. He still ain't getting his movie because it'll be way too expensive. Yeah. But, uh, his work will be put back in, so maybe it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. It'll probably still be bad. But I mean, I'm looking forward to it'll, it. it'll at least be interesting and something. It will be interesting to watch. It will be 100 percent interesting. Meanwhile, Henry Cavill has reported that uh, while Man of Steel two may still not happen, Cavill will be coming back as Superman in something in someone else's movie, most likely like a Shazam, maybe Aquaman two, that no. type of thing. Mm-hmm. But his days as Superman not over, not over. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Me too. He's a fine Superman. He's a Find somewhere on one eye. Yeah. Maybe even a good Superman. Because I mean, he, he's good. He's fine. <laughs> he's good. I mean, see, I like him. I mean, Chris, in all realities... All the realities. Superman isn't really that nuanced of a character. No. Um, <laughs> he's got to look good in the suit. Give me a nice curl. He needs to look good in glasses. He's got to be dark. He, he can't be a blonde. This is no. the James Bond scenario. No, exactly. you, you can't have an Aryan race no. Uh, Uberman. No, no. Right? You, can, you can't. It's it's way too problematic. That, that's the opposite <laughs> of what we're going for with yeah. the with the Jewish immigrant Superman. Yeah. So unfortunately, he's got to be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Make him a woman. You can make him. A, you can do so many things just to make him a no, blonde. No, no blonde. No blue eyes. Don't please. make him a blonde white man. Um. Yeah, he's not nuanced at all. He's got to be a yeah. Boy Scout. That's, that's all you need. <laughs> he has to be a Boy Scout who's struggling with the line between uh, the greater good and fascism. Yeah, exactly. What can I do? Can I can I round people up? I don't can think I? I should. I mean, I can. I mean, I, I, mean, I, 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 mean, I can. <laughs> I will round up Magog and all his followers, but can I? Kingdom Come is so good. Yeah. That's one that they got to do. Maybe we give it a Dark Knight Returns Part 1, Part 2 treatment Could and yeah, animate that shit yeah. because Kingdom Come is so good. I mean, hell, apparently Frank Miller wrote a uh, Superman year one that I didn't know about. That's out there? <laughs> but yeah. when did he write it, though? Like, recently? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if we're in, in, the, in the last, like, five years, I'm not that interested. Okay. You know? Uh. He lost steam. He's an old man. He lost steam. Well, no, I mean, even the most recent uh, DK3. Did you, did you ever read DK3, The Master no, Race? I did not. The Master Race? No, I did not read that. Actually, did I read the second one? I think I did read the second one. The third one is when he's like, I'm goddamn Batman, right? Well, that and fucking Superman's daughter with uh, Wonder Woman is decided that she is definitely a fascist. <laughs> she, she's, all in, she's all in on it, on violence solves everything. Uh, so. She saw Starship Troopers and took it literally. And that's and that's an issue when uh, you have the offspring of, you, you have Superman and Wonder Woman both DNA. combined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That could it's be, that could be it's an issue. That's, that's a third one? Yeah, DK3 Master Race. I've got it. Uh, maybe I'll borrow it. You should. Um... So HBO Max, uh, not the best start in terms of accessibility, but hey, I'm I'm, I'm still happy that it's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's the not so late show with Elmo. I have not watched that yet, but I'm I am intrigued. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I want to see it. 
I mean, it's puppets. I love puppets. Okay. Uh, moving off HBO. So, Tom Cruise. Uh, we have about 10 minutes left. Tom Cruise. Space movie. Took a step forward. It got himself a director. Doug Lyman, who he's worked with already on Edge of Tomorrow and American Made. So, hopefully, Edge of Tomorrow 2, please. Why not? Live, die, repeater. Yes. Live, die, repeat 2 in space. Why? Live, or die, or repeater. L- live, die, repeat again. Live, die, repeat, repeat. <clears throat> in space. It could be awesome. Why not? You're I'm doing okay it. with it. Come on, guys. Let's do it. Um, remember that trailer for... Next story. Remember that trailer for Run, Sweetheart, Run? That's one where the girl goes on her first date, the blind date. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's a charming yeah. mm-hmm. scottish fella from yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones. And, and then definitely takes revenge. And, and he's some sort of demon And like, he might be the monster, devil. Maybe even the literal devil. Yeah, but then she puts on like a Rambo-style piece of cloth on her forehead. And ha- hangs out with her t- tiny dog and in she, the front seat. Yeah, has a dog in the seat. <laughs> and she's like, I'm a badass. Yeah. Ticka, 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 ticka. It looked like fun. It looked interesting. Well... I mean, I'm, I was really, I'm really hoping that the whole like her being chased by the devil is like the first 20 minutes of the movie. That, then, that, that then, looks like most of the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Looks like they gave away a lot in that trailer. Uh, well, we're gonna find out very soon because it's being uh, the vod being straight to streaming. Where's my information? Scrolling, scrolling. But yeah, it's going straight to Bloomhouse. Has decided that it will be uh, going. I guess they just haven't said where. Okay, but yeah. It, it's been moved to streaming. That's fine. So we'll get to see it soon. From the comfort of our own home. It's supposed to come out May 8th. It's supposed to come out weeks ago. No. Weeks ago, motherfucker. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm still waiting for uh, Bloodshot to hit one of the streaming services. So I don't have to pay oh, so for it. Oh, yeah, actually streaming. Yeah. That was like February, March, April, May. Well, in a month or two. I mean, it's, it's already at the red box. I can get it for only a couple dollars. I'm still not willing to pay for it. I would say, yeah, by June, July. It'll be available on something. Like it was one of those things where I was like, I'm so I was looking forward to paying my fifty cents. And being like, Yeah on the Regal Cinema yeah. app. <laughs> yeah. And being like, Yeah. Yeah, that, that would have been like this is barely this is all this is worth is my time. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Um I really just wanted to know how bad it is. Cause man. It, it did, not not well reviewed. Not well reviewed. The and, last Witch Hunter was and people called a, was a, a piece of work. And the end apparently is like a CG mess, just a lot of CG. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, Keanu Reeves changed the title to John Wick. I heard it was this not originally story. called John Wick. No. Yeah, uh, apparently the original title for it is Scorn. Oof, bad title. He's been scorned. He's been scorned. He's been scorned again, and then he's been scorned a third time. Parabellum. I mean, bad, bad titling. Uh, but apparently, I guess in media, he kept calling it John Wick over and over. So then they're like, he keeps calling it John Wick. We, we got to change it. We got to change it. That's like our free marketing now. Uh, so thank you, Keanu Reeves. Well, that's just fine. I mean, I, for I, not bothering I, to call it Scorn. I dig it. John, John Wick. It's, yeah, it's much better. I mean, I would have, I would really hate to hear that guy say whatever Scorn. Scorn. No, it's bad. Um, John Wick. I can't wait for a John Wick, uh, Michael Clayton crossover. That's going to be really good. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> They both take place in New York City. Yeah. Um, oh, man, this is a wild story. Okay, so Martin Scorsese is working on Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been reporting this for a minute. He even said this may be my last movie. Mm-hmm. He had it set up at Paramount. Yep. $175 million budget. Yep. That ballooned to 200 Yep. Apparently, Paramount was like, whoa, this thing's going over budget. We're getting scared. 
So we need to find co-financiers. We need to do something. Or you need to lower your budget. One or the other. Something's got to happen here. Something's got to give. What? Something's got to give. Those are different songs. Um, Apple came in. I was like, yo, we'll give you your monies. But. Now it's the Apple TV Plus whatever fuck it is uh, production. Uh, no word on whether it's going to be Apple exclusive, whether Apple will have, uh, will play movies in theaters. They haven't been around long enough and theaters haven't even been open for that situation to happen. I mean, with the amount of money that Paramount already has invested, mm-hmm. I'm sure just because Apple's ponying up the extra, what, 10, 20? See, that's the thing. I don't um, know. I don't know if they're ponying up just the extra or if they're... Or did they, did they buy them out and be like, here's your money back, now the movie's ours. Exactly. It doesn't really have those specifics here money-wise. That, that is going to make a very large difference on where the movie is. Where it debuts, viewed. where it plays. Uh, but here's... I, uh, I think Apple did get a controlling interest in it because... Here's the thing. Not only did the budget go up and it freaked out Paramount, but here's another thing that happened. <clears throat> the story originally was it's all about these real murders that happened to Osage Nation back in the 1920s mm-hmm. um, uh, oil was discovered on this land owned uh, on reservation land so the, the so we have the, to kick these people off of the reservation that kick, the government gave them kick them off man killed they were being okay, they murdered. were being murdered whatever fine <laughs> so, I mean we, we, we have to eliminate them somehow and um, the feds sent in what is like their precursor to the FBI like the very beginnings yeah. of the FBI it was one of their first things that they went and investigated um, well, they, I mean, they had, technically they had to. It's federal land. It's federal land, and uh, I think they did. Like they found out who it was, like whatever local cattle owner, whatever nearby rich white guy was ordering the killings. Yeah. Um, DiCaprio, De Niro, both in it. De Niro playing like the cattle guy, uh, the bad guy. Cool. DiCaprio originally playing the FBI dude leading the investigation. But that got changed <laughs> at some point. Now he's playing the son of the bad guy. Of the bad guy. So they're both playing the bad guy. But he, so he's like a grayish bad guy because he's married to like an Osage Nation woman. Ah, okay. So, so he's, he, he's he's the the line in between. Yes, he's being torn between his allegiance to his uh, his family, his white family, and then his his wife, his love, and then her family and all that. So it's much more gray for in, him. Inter- Interesting yeah. movie. Paramount's like, we can't sell this. <laughs> you made this less marketable for us, Mr. Scorsese. We wanted a, like a, a, a Goodfellas. A boom. Yes, no, we I, wanted a I, Departed. I, I want the face of fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio on one side of this poster. Versus De Niro. I, I want De Niro's face on the other. <laughs> yeah. I'm staring at each other evilly. Yeah. That is my moneymaker. It's like, we wanted uh, Goodfellas. You're giving us silence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We gave you $175 million for Goodfellas. Um, so Apple came in. So we'll see. Now we'll see what's going to happen. If we'll even get to... Uh, if, Am I going to have to like go to someone's house to see this? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <sighs> go to Etchy's house. I guess I'll go to Etchy's house. Every five seconds here. As he hits his vape. Could that thing be louder? Uh, I mean, Shout out to Steve Etchy. Download tidbits, everyone. It's back up and running. Um, YouTube got out of the original programming game. Smart. Right? Yeah, it was smart. The only thing that they had that was a hit was Cobra Kai. Even the two seasons of Cobra Kai. And that, they weren't even that big of a hit. I mean, they were a hit, but they weren't... For relative size, for them. It was yeah. the only thing that got any traction that anyone paid any attention yep. to. 
they even put it now. It's I think it's on YouTube with commercials. People can watch seasons one and two. Uh, Cobra Kai season three has been announced and leaving YouTube because YouTube's not going to do it. They're not producing shit no more. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it's either going to be Netflix or Hulu. They're in the running to produce and then have. Well, no, exactly. And then so they'll pay YouTube a couple million dollars to get the rights and then they'll continue the saga themselves. Yep. And apparently it's going to be uh, Daniel LaRusso in Japan. Interesting. Sounds pricey. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I guess I gotta watch the first two seasons. Yeah. I mean, apparently it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I like how they took the first season. They reversed roles. Uh, Johnny's a good guy. Yeah. And LaRusso's the bad guy. He's a 50-year-old uh, like car dealership owner. Douchebag. Yeah, he's just a douche. It's like, hey, remember when I beat you up in high school? <laughs> like, yeah, Daniel. You don't gotta keep bringing it up. Yeah, yeah, I do. Those 30 years. Yeah, I do. I'm uh, still from Long Island, even though it's California. You know what I mean? I picked in high school. That movie, that was the best time I ever had. That sucks. Peaking in high school sucks. Um, oh, speaking of um, streaming and Hulu, uh, The Lonely Island, they came up with a time loop rom-com. Okay. Um, called Palm Springs debut at Sundance. It was actually the hit of Sundance. Oh, okay. It was one of the bigger movies yeah, that yeah. people really liked. Th- those guys are very hit or miss, but when they hit, they fucking hit. They hit, they hit hard. <laughs> yeah, that's true. When they, hit, they hit fucking hard. Um, this one people liked quite a bit. So uh, it was supposed to come out in theaters. Obviously, COVID yeah. arrives on Hulu in July. Cool. All right, so there we go. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll see how much longer I have my free Hulu for now that. Sprint is T-Mobile. See how that all works. Oh, yeah. See if they fuck you somehow. No. Mm, interesting. Uh, upgrade. Movie. Mm-hmm. Again, turn to a TV show. Ooh. Uh, Lee Hwanel, Lee Hwanel, whatever his name is, who directed the movie and came up with it, will direct the pilot or the first episode, however you want to call it. Uh, but he's not the showrunner. Showrunner is a guy named, I think it's Tim Walsh. Tim Walsh. Tim Walsh uh, is a guy who ran shows like Chicago PD, Shooter, and Treadstone. Oh, I mean, I'm n- not going to lie. Never watched the show, the show Shooter mm-hmm. with Ryan Phillippe. Right. Uh, n- we try- I tried watching Treadstone. It just didn't. Work for me. I gave Treadstone a good seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was. Just, it just didn't work for me. It was just like so mediocre. I mean, it, uh, yeah. I'm, but it's I'm, a USA show. Oh, okay. You know, Treadstone was a USA show. Shooter was also a USA show. You know, everyone was surprised when Mr. Robot came out on USA. Like yeah. this isn't what you do. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, this isn't Blue Skies programming. Um. So we'll see. But it is. Uh, it'll pick up a few years after the events of the movie. Will broaden the events of the universe with an evolved version of STEM and a new host. Well, duh. Imagine a world in which the government repurposes STEM to help curb criminal activity. Oh, okay, fine. So, yeah. Expect a purge. Uh, purge. Uh, there already is a purge show. Expect an upgrade TV show. Fun. And here's your final story for the episode. <clears throat> Ryan Gosling joining the Universal Monster Universe. Wolfman. As the Wolfman. What uh, an interesting take on the Wolfman. According to THR, Hollywood Reporter, uh, Ryan Gosling would play an anchorman who gets infected in what has been described as having a network slash nightcrawler vibe. 
So imagine he's like, I don't know, a news anchor maybe. Goes out and commits grizzly crimes or a reporter yeah. grizzly crimes and he reports well, on him later. He reports on him because he is the fucking wolf man. And, it, and then it's someone trying to take a swing on making a comment on media and all of that. And, and, so, the, and the way that it, per, you know. All, yeah, the perpetration violence, of violence. Yeah. Uh, those type of movies usually have a, a interesting anger to them that makes them fun viewing. Yeah. I mean, that could be fun. It could be good. Gosling, you mentioned Network, you mentioned Nightcrawler. All right, I'm in. That's fine. That's fine. What else are you going to do? Another guy goes to a small town in Transylvania, gets a bit of the full moon. Do all that again. I mean, please no. How many times are we going to do that? We did the the last one, Benito, was fine. We can stop with that one. Uh, That'll be fine. That'll be cool. I'm looking forward to it. Chris Evans uh, relayed a story in which he talked about losing out on a movie role to Gosling, and he thought it was going to be a big hit, and it turns out not to be a big movie. Mm -hmm. You ever seen the movie Fracture? Uh, uh, him and uh, 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 Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, that's movie. correct. That is correct. Uh, Evans said he hates auditioning, but he did so great in that audition and got along so well with the director. He's like, I nailed this one. I'm gonna be in this fucking movie with Anthony Hopkins. Seriously, either or. I mean, you you could interchange. The movie's not that good. It's not that good anyway. The movie ended up being not mm-hmm. that good. So, but he, he was like, yeah, I lost the right guy. I was like, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> I wonder who Gosling beat for this one for Wolfman. Maybe Oscar Isaac is at home. Like, damn it, <laughs> damn it, Gosling. No, you mean you mean maybe he, he, Oscar Isaac's got to go back to Dune for however oh, much yeah, longer true. that takes. That's true. We gotta get another Dune. But no, well, spoilers. We're <laughs> uh, gonna end the episode there, <laughs> so I don't give away major plot details for people who haven't read Dune. <laughs> you stumbled on something, Drew. Um, thank you, Jersey Cogward, mm-hmm. and you are welcome, listeners, for this week's show. That was episode something or other, and we'll be back next week with the next one. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. Time was weird. Peace. A PFT Media Production.